0: What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com.
1: The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. You've entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simran Singh. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Learn to empower yourself, broaden your mind, open your heart, and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simran Singh.
2: Welcome. I have an exciting show tonight because so many of us are at a place where we're even wondering if there's any reason to have hope left. There's so much going on in our worlds, there's so much that's showing up in our lives, so many things that are causing people to feel despair or depressed or not know how to cope with things like illness or financial troubles or family issues that are taking place in their lives. But you're not alone. Lorna Byrne, who is a best-selling author and who has been seeing and talking with angels since she was a child, wants you to know that there is a message of hope from the angels. She sees the angels with as much clarity as the rest of us see people, and she speaks to them every day. And she's revealing some of the messages and some stories of how angels have shown up for people in her book, A Message of Hope from the Angels. She's also authored in a memoir, Angels in My Hair, which became a word-of-mouth international bestseller. And a message of hope from the angels that will give you comfort of knowing that we have guardian angels to support us during our daily challenges. So I look forward to uh, having this conversation so that you can understand that the angels are right with you and how you can call in what you need when you need it. Welcome, Lorna, to 1111 Talk Radio.
3: It's my pleasure to be talking with you, so thank you. <laughs>
2: Well, it's wonderful to have you because I think a lot of people uh, either have a desire to believe in angels and they hang on to them for hope, and then there are people that are in a place where they don't really think there's any hope left and and they don't know that there's even angels there to call out to. So I think this is a a great conversation to have. I'd like to start off first by uh, talking a little bit about your experience of being able to see angels and talking to them and and kind of what they look like and what, what they feel like to you.
3: Um, well, I have seen the angels physically. Um, I always say from the moment I open my eyes um, because I cannot remember never seeing them at all. And I see the guardian angel with everyone as physically as. I would see you if I was there in the studio with you. I would see you and your guardian angel and probably other angels as well. Um, when I was very, very young, I didn't actually realize they were angels until they actually told me I was about maybe two and a half and that was the time that, you know, I, my little brother's hand, you know, touched mine as I was playing with him. And, it, you know, all sparkled. And at two and a half years of age, I didn't realize that my little brother had died and um, before I was born because I was playing with him. And it was at that time that the angel said that they were angels and that my little brother was a soul and that I must keep it a secret and never say anything. And all my life I kept a secret and even as I grew, I realized as a child if I had said to my mom or my dad, there's an angel right there beside you, I wouldn't be here today talking to you because um, when a child in Ireland way back in the 50s had any learning difficulties and um, they were considered retarded, so I was always put into the back of the class. So I'm um, I'm so happy that I did keep it a secret and never say say a word because I would have been put into an institution at that time that's what they did with children who had learning difficulties I'm actually um dyslexic and I know I'm not pronouncing it properly um though even as I grew as a child I, I just couldn't learn how to read or write because they didn't know how to to teach that to to a child who had difficulties And, you know, as a child, the angels used to say, Lorna, you will write about God and us. And as a child, I just laughed at the idea. But it was when I was um, married and all, and the angel Michael came up behind me and said, Lorna, it's time for you to start to write. And I just stopped and looked at him, and I just said, Michael, but I can't even read or write how on earth does... God expect me to write one book, and He just said help would be sent. And I have to say, my whole life, I suppose, even though it has been full of lots of ups and downs and difficult times, but I suppose it is one miracle because as soon as I said yes, and that was after my husband's death, um, you know, I didn't have two pennies to rub together or anything like that. I was a widow with children. And I just said to someone I had just met that I'm going to start to write. And this person went out and bought a, a laptop, a Dell laptop, a printer, and of course, as I call it, the magic box, which is actually Dragonnet Speakeasy. So even today, that's how I do everything. I speak into the computer and it prints out for me.
2: And it was all just provided for you. And that's one thing that I think is really important for people to understand about your story is you have the everyday challenges just like everybody else. You've had your struggles as well. But these angels have been here for you and you have been able to learn from them. You've been able to ask them for assistance. And in the things that were really necessary, they showed up in the way that they are supposed to show up to assist us.
3: Yes, and I I suppose I you know most of the time i would do what 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 they would say you know the guidance but it still didn't make um just because god and the angels have been in my life so much and um, even right to this very moment sitting here it didn't make my life any easier but i wouldn't change wouldn't have changed it for for anything you know um because it has made me who who i am today and i am so happy that You know, I said to God and the angels in the end, right, I will do this, no matter how much I would be ridiculed or laughed at. And it's just to see the response, you know, right across the world. You know, when people of all different religions um, hear that they have a guardian angel, that God has given them a gift of a guardian angel that never leaves them for one second, so they're never alone, and that they are loved... That has given, you know, people all across the world so much hope and given them back faith again. So
2: what is the, what is the purpose then of, of the angels? That if, if we're still having struggles, if we're still having to go through things, what is the purpose for angels being here? Do they have a curriculum or a life purpose kind of like we do as humans?
3: Well, the, the main purpose, in, in, we rebutted a human way for your guardian angel, is to actually bring you back home to heaven, bring you back to God. Um, but we have been given free will, so we have the choice whether we listen or not. And I always say to people, if you're doing something good, you know how happy and fulfilled you feel about it, even if it is a smile you give someone, or you reach out and you help someone, you know, get up on the train with a heavy bag you always feel good when you do that. But if you're doing something wrong you everybody gets even sometimes it's like a little mingling of a guilty conscience in such a small way and that again is your guardian angel telling you that what you have done is wrong, you haven't been listening. And um, we, we have the choice and I suppose we we listen to the other side, you know, because I have great sympathy for everyone because we're, we're only human and for some reason we feel that all the material things are the most important things in life and yet they're not. You know, um, love is one of the most important things and yet love is free. In one sense, you can't buy it. And that is one thing that, you know, a guardian angel is always trying to, to guide someone, to teach someone how to love themselves way your guardian angel loves you unconditionally Um I wish we would listen more to our guardian angel and you know reach out and help each other we wouldn't have wars or anything now I know if everyone could see what I see every single day if I was out on the street now you know um I would see the people on the street but I would see their guardian angel as well and I would see other angels and they're helping us all the time, giving us hope. And it is so important for us to realize that, you know, I could, t- could go on and on telling you so, so much, like there, um, the other day I got a letter from a 13-year-old girl who said, you know, she had read, read the book A Message of Hope and you know, she believes she has a guardian angel and she started to ask her guardian angel to help her in school because she was having difficulty and making friends. And she said, now I have one friend and I know now I'm not alone, that my guardian angel is there and has helped me to make friends and the other girl to make friends with her. Um, and that that is lovely to hear or when you hear from someone who says, You know, I haven't prayed in years, you know, I have been a bad person, you know, I have always been very angry and all of that, but now I'm trying to change. That's a
2: huge point, right there, is um, because so many people are are disconnected from life or disconnected from themselves, just because of the fast pace. Because of the, there are so many things to look at and let our minds worry about. That just even knowing that there's a guardian angel brings us almost back to center, brings us back to home in this physical place until the time that we are to go home uh, in the way that the angel is to escort us. But it it does allow us to actually have that sense doesn't
3: it 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 does and it it brings us as i would say back to reality again to realize you know the most important thing is is not to be worrying and stressing you know over 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 things unnecessarily but to try and work towards sorting them out but enjoying life in between you know, enjoying, you know, going for that walk or feeling the sunshine on, on you or even the cold upon you. And people have for, forgotten because they're so caught up with all the material things. I always say, God didn't, I didn't choose this time to to write these books. God chose it because the world needed back, faith and hope.
2: My guest today is Lorna Byrne. She is the author of A Messages of Hope from the Angels. Lorna explains how angels are our companions who can lovingly guide us through troubling times. She reveals how we can call on them for assistance in our times of depression, loss, financial burden, illness, relationship challenges and more. There are some powerful prayers throughout the book to invoke their assistance and you can also learn how to connect with them, the various types of angels, the difference between our soul and the angels, how they are the true unifier and read some really Real life amazing stories of angelic encounters. You can find out more about Lorna Byrne at Lorna That's lornabyrne.com. That's L O R N A B Y R N E dot com. Lorna Byrne com. Special thanks to our sponsor, Guy TV. Definitely click the banner and get your ten free ten day free trial at any time. They have some amazing television shows, movies, and conscious media that you can access to support your own journey. We'll be right back with Lorna Byrne.
0: Stay connected. Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite Voice America shows. Visit iradioblog.com.
1: Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444.
0: Every life on earth has the capability of knowing the world in a much more powerful way than what we've settled for. And Guy TV is there to support your journey in knowledge, awareness, and awakening. Our vision is to raise global consciousness by bringing viewers original interviews, inspiring films, and engaging series on today's most sought-after topics. We invite you to try Guy TV free for 10 days. Visit www.guymtv.com to claim your free trial. You won't look at your life and your world the same way again. That's G-A-I-A-M dot The
1: Voice America Seventh Wave Channel. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, one 472 5795 You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh.
2: My guest today is Lorna Byrne, and she's the author of A Messages of Hope from the Angels. And within this book, she puts some beautiful prayers, and I'd like to start off this segment by reading one of those prayers, and it's a prayer for hard times, so if you'll please close your eyes, take a breath, center into yourself, and breathe in these words, and allow them to grace your life. God, pour the grace of hope upon me, and allow me always to see the light of hope burning brightly in front of me. Light up the darkness by filling me with faith and hope, and allowing me to receive the comfort of your love. Give me the courage and strength to know that I will get through these hard times. Fill me with the joy and trust of knowing that I am your child, that you will care for me and for those I love. Hear my prayer. Amen. Lorna, it is important to pray, and you have a whole section on prayer, and, and that we can call out our, our angels to assist us in prayer, that in fact they are praying along with us when we take the time to pray. And I think that that sometimes is an a lost art. People have have either given up on prayer or they've gone to a form of prayer that is not as activating because they have lost hope themselves.
3: Well it is for people to get back hope you know um, and prayer is extremely powerful it is It is so powerful, I would say to people it moves mountains, and you know if you pray from your heart, you know and your soul. And even if it is only one word, but it's really, really meant, um, that is very important. And no one ever prays alone. Sometimes I would be out or I'd go into a church or a place of prayer and, you know, just to watch the angels of prayer with with people. I try to describe it It's like uh, an enormous um, fountain, you know, water um, coming down, you know, what what, what we would see. But it's going the opposite way. It's going up and it's full of angels and it is so bright and so full of light. And even before you utter the word of your first word of prayer, um, they enhance it and it's already being brought to to God. And it doesn't matter what religion a person is, or even if they say, you know, they have no faith at all of, of any kind and don't believe in God. Um, I always have to smile because even when I would see someone like that praying, the angels of prayer are right there with them. And to me, that, that, that is wonderful. I would say even to a mother, you know, for everyone, just take a moment, you know, and say a little prayer, whatever words you want, or even if it is just one word, but we'd really, really mean it. And if you say it for yourself, because... We need prayers for ourselves as well and say it for your family. And I always say to people, pray for your community wherever you are living and then pray for whatever country you are living in. Pray for that country and the leaders and pray for the whole world, for everyone in the whole world because that's the way prayers move mountains. When a person says a prayer for everyone in the world they don't know what miracle has been happening because of that one prayer for somebody somewhere. And that is very, very important. Um, The angels of prayer are always in in holy places of prayer, whether it is, you know, a building that you go to or an open space or whether it is, you know, that you sit in a corner Mm -hmm. and you like to say a prayer when you sit there or you go into a room. It is to have just a few moments of silence. And sometimes those moments could be that you're sitting on a bus or you're in the back of the taxi. You know, the angels of prayer are with you no matter where you pray. And that is very important for for people to remember. And the word Lord, of are you the talk about, prayer at the moment...
2: You talk about in the book how the angels do pray with us and if we select a particular place or a chair or a room yes. and we do that regularly there, that the angels of prayer actually leave something behind there and the spot becomes a more peaceful, calmer, almost activated space, a holy space.
3: It yes, it does. And I, I know people, it hasn't dawned on them, but maybe if it dawns on them now and they realize, well, I always pray in that room, and sometimes it can be a kitchen where a person prays and they find, you know, that that's the room where everyone goes. Everyone likes to be in that room. Or even if it is just two people, they like that space because it has become blessed and holy because of all of those prayers being said. And that is very, very important. It's like sometimes maybe if you're out and you're going for a walk and people have been sitting on a certain bench or a certain place and praying, you will find then that as time passes, lots of people, even if they don't say a prayer, they sit there because they feel the peace of what has been left by the angels of prayer. And it does keep growing. And we need that, we need that peace and that love of the angels of prayer to, to grow in every country because I know you only have to look at the news, you know, and you see so much pain in the world. But we need peace to come in. We need that love to come in. So I ask people all around the world, would they please, you know, even for a moment, say a prayer today, or say to yourself, for the next week, I will spend, you know, 10 seconds. Even if it's 10 seconds, how important your prayer is. Every single prayer is so important. So, Lorna, how,
2: how do we contact our guardian angels, or how do we call in angels when we feel in need of assistance or in need of understanding?
3: Well, the first thing I would say to a person, whether you believe or not um, in God or, or angels or your guardian angel, just say to yourself, um, what have you got to lose? You actually have nothing to lose. And just acknowledge that you have a guardian angel right there with you. That God has given you as a gift and no one can throw that gift away no matter um, how you try. Your guardian angel will never leave you for one second and just acknowledge your guardian angel and just say to yourself, you're going to try and listen and ask ask for help in whatever way it is, even if it is, you know, help me to, you know, enjoy this day, you know, um, to feel a little f- fulfilled. And see how it goes for you. And just just try to listen and ask, ask for help and keep on asking for help. And I know lots of people, because we're human, we're all the time looking for proof. I want proof. I want proof. So sometimes I say to people, the best thing to do then is ask for a sign from your guardian angel and pick something. It could be maybe that someone gives you a call, somebody you know or haven't spoken to in a long time. Um, Or you could actually bump into someone. Um, Sometimes people, you know, will ask for a flower. And I always smile when they ask for a flower because children have just come from heaven, very young children. And very young children see angels as well physically, but they lose it very quickly. But they hear more clearly. And a young child, you know, will pick a daisy or any kind of flower when the guardian angel asks them, and will actually run over to a stranger or even a relative and hand it to them. Mm. But nearly always the adult, you know, just says, thank you, but let's say the daisy is too small. That couldn't be from my guardian angel. You know, in that way... um, it's just to watch out for the signs that, that you have asked for. And I know all around the world people ask for feathers. And I, I heard from from this husband and wife who were going through a horrific time because, you know, they were losing their home. You know, he had lost his, his job. Um, the redundancy money didn't come through at all because the company claimed they, they couldn't um, pay it. So they were really desperate and they just decided, well, if we have a guardian angel, we want to sign. you know. And they said about four or five weeks had passed and they had actually asked for a feather and they never saw a feather. They said they weren't even looking for it because they never expected it to happen. But one day the husband was coming home and opened his hall door and there in the hall was a feather on the floor. And he just said, that gave us so much hope because in our house, they said, there was nothing that could cause a feather because there was no feathers in the house, he said, at all um, to appear on our hall floor, you know. And they do give us loads of signs of hope all of the time. And the thing is, it is to recognize it. Well,
2: and you no so talked about and I know that... Hope. And you've talked about it in the book, and I know that it has happened with me a number of times where a book will fall off of the table and open to a certain spot, or the wind will pass and and something will just kind of blow in front. And those are some of the different ways that the angels are trying to get our attention and give us the message that we're seeking, but we have to be present enough, wake up enough to know that we're worthy of having that answer show up as well.
3: And and we are. You you have to you have to remember that we we are human beings. We are flesh and blood. But the most wonderful thing is that we have a soul. And everyone's soul is that speck of light of God. Um, and you have to remember, because of that, you know, it is only your body that dies and rots away in the ground. You live because you have a soul. And I have been privileged to being allowed to see people's souls on occasions. And one was, was my husband um, and every human being has a soul and that is why your guardian angel never leaves you for one second because your soul is that speck of light of God and your guardian angel is right there in the presence of God because he's standing there guarding you, helping you through through life and other angels come and go but the only angel that never leaves you for one second is your guardian angel.
2: No one ever prays alone. When you pray to God, there are a multitude of angels of prayer there with you, praying with you, regardless of your religious faith or how you are behaving. They are enhancing your prayer, interceding on your behalf, and imploring God to grant your prayer. Every time you pray, even if it's only one word, the angels of prayer are like a never-ending stream flowing at tremendous speed to heaven with your prayers. This is from A Message of Hope from the Angels by Lorna Byrne. You can find out more about her at Lorna Byrne.com. You can also find out about her other best-selling book, Angels in My Hair. Definitely look that up and find out more about how you can connect to your angels. We'll be right back with Lorna Byrne.
1: This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444...
0: In these changing times, the journey toward global consciousness has never been more important. Gaiam TV is the first online video library dedicated to support your journey toward global and personal discovery. Our viewers enjoy unlimited access to our vast selection of inspiring interviews, engaging films, and award-winning wellness videos. And we invite you to try it for free. Visit www.gaiamtv.com to start your free trial. The Journey Starts Now. That's G A I A M TV.com. Find out which guests are being featured this week. Read our network press releases and read the blog posts from your favorite hosts. Go to iradioblog.com today, powered by the Voice America Talk Radio Network.
2: There are guardian angels for everyone. We each have one. And to angels, we're all perfect. We see our differences and sometimes think one person is better than another. But to angels, we are absolutely perfect. There is absolutely no one that's unloved. And if you feel that no one loves or cares for you, you are wrong. Lorna Byrne would tell you that your guardian angel is there behind you every moment of your life and is pouring its love out to you continually. Lorna Byrne has seen angels since she was a baby. And... This may sound extraordinary, but she is an ordinary person just like you. She is a mother with four children, and she writes about the angels. She writes about how they support us, how they show up, and has many stories in her new book, A Message of Hope from the Angels, of individuals and their own encounters with angels and how they show up for them in their lives. Uh, thank you, for Lorna, for being here. And I'd love for people to understand um what they actually look like. Tell me about the first angel that you ever saw, and what these really appear as um, when they are behind us or beside us.
3: Um, it's actually hard to pick now where where I should start. I suppose as as a, an infant, a young a young child, you know, um, they looked actually like like small children, but they were always above me. And uh, as an infant in the cot, I would be, you know, reaching up and trying to to touch them, to play with them. Um, But I was never able to. Angels are extremely beautiful. And they are creatures created by God. Um, And they give, you know, a human appearance within themselves. Sometimes um, I see wings and other times I don't. Um, They can be, what would you say, um, very ordinary looking in one sense, but extremely beautiful um sometimes an angel will give a male appearance or a female appearance, but angels are actually neither and the guardian angels behind every person um how can I say this they're they 're more powerful than what I call the unemployed angels um that I see in the world that um God has poured down, as I would say in the bucket Falls. On, onto the earth to, to help us. And I always say to people, you know, just ask your guardian angel to allow an unemployed angel in, into your life to, to, to help you on the everyday, ordinary things. Um, and they are beautiful angels, and sometimes I see wings and other times I don't. They're usually a, a white color, um, but it is a brilliant white, and they neither give male or female appearance. Um, but they do give that human appearance so so that you recognize them. Sometimes angels' wings, you know, would be like feathers, but a billion times more beautiful than birds' feathers. Um, And I know I have often described them, but sometimes they are long, slender, and sleek in that that, that sense, and and like silk or like a paper, but the colors are beautiful. And angels... Seem to how would I say this? Change colors as as times the clothing is sometimes. I find it very hard to to describe. And maybe if I describe one angel, and that was the angel Kappas, and that was when I I had lost a, a child, and um, Joe, my husband, was finding it very very hard. And this beautiful angel, you know, appeared in in the room while we were sitting at the fire. My husband didn't see see the angel, um, but this angel, all I could say was, every time the angel moved, um, it it made it seemed to make music. You heard music, and it was like the clothing was 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 long, and the wings were beautiful, and like what I would call little splinters, but they sparkled. And even the wings were were the same, and he was extremely tall. And he just said to me at that time, "It's it's going to happen. The soul of of your little baby is coming to say goodbye." And this was for my husband to to help him. And um, angels are extremely beautiful. Every time I describe one, um, I actually find it hard because they are so beautiful. But we must remember. Um, and I used to feel embarrassed when saying it. You know, angels are our only creatures that God created, um, and they are beautiful and they serve God, but God has them looking after us as well if we would only, only listen, um, because we could make this world a beautiful place if if we did. Um, but your soul is more beautiful than any angel. I can never describe a soul. It is so, so beautiful.
2: Mm. When you talk about unemployed angels, are you saying that there are angels available that are just not being called? Do we have to literally ask to be able to let these angels have a task?
3: What what would I say to you? If, If you ask, you're giving actually permission to the angel. The angels are not allowed to overstep the boundary of free will. So if you don't want any help, you know, they're kind of on the outskirts a little bit, um, just waiting for a moment that you cry out and say, oh, I could do it some help in that way. Um, so if you ask, it, it enhances them and that's why I tell people all over the world, you know, there are so many unemployed angels there to help us. Just ask. I would often see the unemployed angels, you know, helping people, you know, even carry a bag you know, um, simple, simple things or helping a mother, you know, take care of the children. You know, you just see them assisting in, in so, so many ways. And, you know, since um, a message of hope has come out in some countries, I know it's it's coming out later in, in America, loads um, of parents are, are saying, you know, that they have asked the guardian angel for plenty of unemployed angels to give them a helping hand with, with their children. And I suppose for everyone to remember is that being a parent is one of the most important jobs in the world because a parent is holding a future in their hands, their child, you know, and you're molding your child and you're teaching it how to, how to love and to know right from wrong, you know, how to be good and to be creative in, in, ev- in every way. And that is one of the messages um, that the angels have asked me to give to the world to remind parents about that
2: and and to remind the world how precious
3: children are. That's a very
2: large part of the book, and and particularly because I know a lot of women in particular, um, oftentimes they're seeking a life purpose. They're seeking something that they're supposed to be here for, and although their children may be an important part of their lives, they don't necessarily see that as, the important part of their lives, or as their life purpose, but that is a huge, huge piece of of why those, as you say, children chose them as well.
3: Yes, and that that's one thing you know and parents need to remember is that your child chose you to be their their mother, their father, and you know, when in heaven and knew all the things that were imperfect about you, but they chose you unconditionally as well. Um, And being a parent is, you know, it is the most challenging job and the most hardest job for, for, for anyone. And parents need help as well. So those that, you know, don't have children or like grandparents or aunts or uncles, you know, it's important for them to play an important role as well. But the most important destiny of, of anyone is, you know, being a parent. And, you know, just hearing from parents all over the world realizing that now for the first time um, is, is wonderful and they're trying to mold and shape their children for the future because your children are the future. You know, if, if you teach your child to be greedy and selfish and, and all those ways, your child will grow up that way. Um, and that has happened an awful lot of children because of what they call the Celtic Tiger. And I always smile, the Catholic Tiger has died, but yet it's bringing people back to reality as well, you know, and realizing what is the most important thing. You know, I would often hear it from fathers saying... You know, my job is gone, but I realize now what is the most important thing, and that is my wife and children. During the time of plenty, I forgot all about them, and I took them for granted. Mm. You know, and I saying, you know, once I have them, I know I will get a job. And people all around the world at the moment, they are looking for work. And I suppose those that have work you know, don't even think about it, you know, but there's loads of hope there. Everything is going to be sorted out, but we need... Of what I say, the angels are always, always saying, you know, um, we need not to give up because, you know, when I was a child, I used to see this beautiful angel, and I never asked any questions of this angel. And then it was when I was much older, I was told this angel was the angel of hope, and the Angel of Hope, I see the Angel of Hope in every country. He's like just this massive, massive flame. And he holds another torch in his hand like the Olympic flame, but a million times bigger. He does give a male appearance, a very masculine. But the most beautiful thing, and I have seen him in America when I was over there, he's like a giant, but he's always turning. And it's like as if he bends down and beckoning to us to keep on coming, not to give up, to see that light. And the darkness and to realize that what we may think is impossible is possible and not to give up and just seeing him now in the world almost every day, every day I know that people have lost hope but we ask have to your, the back. Ask
2: your guardian angel to allow you to feel its love even a little of it you can ask by talking to your guardian angel silently or aloud if you keep asking you will over time feel a joy stirring up inside of you and you will start feeling better within yourself it's as if your guardian angel through allowing you to feel its love allows your own self-love to grow this is from a message of hope from the angels by author Lorna Byrne you can find out more about her at lornabyrne.com. we'll be right back with more discussion on the angels
1: This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444.
0: Every life on earth has the capability of knowing the world in a much more powerful way than what we've settled for. And GaiaM TV is there to support your journey in knowledge, awareness, and awakening. Our vision is to raise global consciousness by bringing viewers original interviews, inspiring films, and engaging series on today's most sought after topics. We invite you to try GaiaM TV free for 10 days. Visit www.gaiaMtv.com to claim your free trial. You won't look at your life and your world the same way again. That's G-A-I-A-M-T-V TV.com. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week.
1: Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh.
2: Lorna Byrne, author of A Message of Hope from the Angels and Angels in My Hair. Says that many people have forgotten how to love love is inside each and every one of us but we've forgotten how to express it we need to show children that it's okay to love to be shown this both in the home and in the wider community they learn by example the little gestures the gentle touch of the hand an embrace of a parent to another when they come home the gift of a flower are so important these little expressions of love can be simple but are significant Children are watching you carefully for the signs of love, and when they see them, they experience love. It nurtures and helps grow the love that dwells within them. Ask your angels for guidance on how to help you in supporting your children, on how to help you in supporting yourself in your own life, and in just allowing you to feel that you're not alone, that you are loved. Again, my author, my guest is author Lorna Byrne, and she is the best-selling author of Angels in My Hair, and has just released a message of hope from the angels. Lorna, we have just um, this last segment left, and I'd love for you to tell people about the angel of hope and what the angel of hope is really, really assisting us with, what we, can, uh, what we can do to help others in being angels of hope for them.
3: Yes, the angel, the angel of hope. Um, as, as I said earlier, you know, as, as a child, I used to see him, but didn't didn't know anything about him. Um, and at the time, the Angel Michael explained to me about the the angel of hope. I was allowed to see, you know, a vision, and within within that, it was a young man. Um, during I don't know which which war it was. But he was struggling through through the mud on his belly, you know, and I could see his arms going into the soaking and wet mud and the young man was was sapping with, with with the rain and the mud all all over him. And at times I remember being horrified seeing it because I could see the the young soldier, you know, crawling along and in front of him I saw the angel of hope. And the important thing about the angel of hope is that, you know, he is like that that big flame, and yet he is gigantic. Um, but he kept the hope burning within that young man not to give up. And um, even though the angel of hope couldn't save him or bring him medical help in, in that way, but he helped the young man to see that light of hope, to see his family in front of him, even though he couldn't see the angel, but he could see that light and to keep on going, and that he, you know, he got to a, a place where he was getting getting help. And that's what we have to remember. The angel of hope is is in everyone's life, lives. He's only one angel, but he's there for us all. And all of the other angels as well give us hope in so many, many ways. Even sometimes I just see a guardian angel and would tell me that someone is down or has given up and I would see the guardian angel moving its hand in front of their chest, you know, where the heart is, helping them to, to feel love, you know, not to give up. And at times I would see other angels holding small little lights in front of people to help them to see that there there is hope there. You know, even one day when I, I think it was L.A., and I... My attention was brought, I was told to turn around and and watch this young man and I see him coming across the road and I was told he was homeless and his suit was, um, a friend had given it to him, the angel had said and it was a bit big, big on him and ragged looking but the angel of hope was there again in front of him like a giant but yet yet within proportion of the young man, and yet like as if the angel of hope was a million miles away, but beckoning to him not to give up, to go for this interview for the job. And as the young man passed me, I I looked back and I saw him reaching into, you know, I'd been looking for, for food, and I said to the angels, is he hungry? And they said, yes, you know, but, that young man, you know, and whoever else listened helped hope as well, gave him a suit, even though it was a bit big on on the young man. Um, we mustn't give up hope at all. We, we have to allow hope in, into our lives every single day. It is very, very important. And just watching the angels, you know, um, what I would say to everyone is to ask your guardian angel to have hope in your life. But we do need to ask, you know, the Angel of Hope to help our country, let's say, to help America, to help the world, um, because so many of us, has, we have closed off hope. We're just not seeing it, but yet I know people are seeing that little spark of life in their life. So just remember, the Angel of Hope has said, you know, what may seem impossible can become possible. And that is what, what we must remember. We mustn't give up. At all. Now you
2: say you say that America has a special role to play in the spiritual evolution of mankind. Can you talk a little bit about that?
3: Yes, the first time. Well, maybe I shouldn't talk about the first time. But um, you know, every time I go over to America, um, I am shown how energized spiritually the people of America are. And I have been shown, you know, the American gathering angels. And it is, they are a particular angel that gather people from all over the world to bring them to America. And again, people have that choice whether to go or not. And, you know, people in America, you are very spiritual, you are very open. And the thing is, I have been shown that America, the people of America and for them to remember is that you're one nation even though you are even though you come from so many different countries from all over the world you are one people and you are you know of all different religions and again you know i have been shown so many things um america has just a huge part a huge role to play for the whole world in leading the whole world and even i have been shown you know, that it is an America where it it will begin more strongly. You know, all religions join together, you know, praying together and losing a fear of each other. Um, it is very important for the people of, of America to remember that you are very spiritual. You know, you are ahead of the rest of the world. And a lot of the decisions that come from America, you know, will affect the rest of the world but for the good and even though America you know the people of America might feel well the rest of the world don't care about us but yet the rest of the world are looking in at you we're looking for the answers we're hoping that America comes up with them but I know America will you are a brilliant race and God has gathered you from all over the world you are the new race and that is just so important um, to to remember. There is so much I could tell you, but yes, I know we only have a few minutes, you know. And um, but to remember that you are the new race, you are in a sense like the new world, the beginning. And that is very, very important to remember. And for the people of America, you know to change and to help your government, you know, to make all the right decisions and change within your lives, and just become more and more open spiritually. Just sometimes when, you know, I might be sitting in, in a taxi going somewhere and just seeing how open and spiritual the people are in America and even, you know, 9-11 when that happened, I know people say it was such a tragedy, but none of those people that died, those souls... Um, They didn't die for no reason, because since that day, um, I would say 99% of Americans now are suddenly wearing their heart, their heart on their sleeve, and this has changed Americans. Um, These are one race, these are the new race, and you have a huge role to to play for the future of mankind.
2: Thank you so much, Lorna, for being on 1111 Talk Radio. I appreciate your messages and your your work uh, very much and just the guidance that you're giving people that we do have angels that we can call on and that we can employ many of the unemployed angels. Born in Ireland, Lorna Byrne has been seeing angels since she was a baby. Her autobiography, Angels in My Hair, is an international bestseller translated into 26 languages and sold in more than 50 countries. She has... Just released a message of hope from the angels. You can find out more about her and her books at lornaburn.com. Definitely go take a look. Again, thank you, Guy MTV, for your sponsorship of 1111 Talk Radio. Definitely click the banner at the top of the page and get your 10 day free trial to Guy MTV and see what they're all about. I think you'll thoroughly enjoy it. My guests next week will be Dea Judith and Leon Goodman talking about creating on purpose through the chakras. Until then, I'm Simran Singh.